On your visit to Grand Canyon, you might not have enough time or energy to hike the trails or run the Colorado River, but you can begin to know it for yourself with very little effort. This tape will help. It's an insider's guide that brings you voices of the canyon, the voices of park rangers who will share with you their considerable knowledge and experience. These people have hiked the trails, run the river, and lingered in the side canyons. They have studied the rocks and the life in the canyon, and they have spent countless hours contemplating the ever-changing scenery from the rim. They know the park. Just from a, a geological standpoint, I think one of the fascinating things about the Grand Canyon is that even for someone who doesn't know the science of geology, they can walk up to the edge and have this intuitive sense that there is geology out there. There's enough of the rock exposed and it's exposed in an orderly way so that even without knowing how geologists work, you can say, you know, there's a system here that's working. It's complicated enough to be interesting, but simple enough that you can start getting a handle on it. When you walk up to the Grand Canyon, as Carl says, whether you know the word geology or not, it begs geological questions. Why is it here? And perhaps the most common question people have knowing or have heard that the Colorado River is responsible for the Grand Canyon is, how could that river down there, which is like 100 yards wide, make a canyon that's at most 16 miles wide? You could get into a lot of complex geology about the cutting down and the widening, but the essence is the river is responsible for going straight down but about two weeks into the expedition, disaster struck, and uh, they had the first uh, major problem on this, this journey, the first of many major problems. And uh, he saw some rapids up ahead and signaled to the men to pull the boats over to the shore because he, he didn't think they could actually run these rapids, and he had some alternate ideas. And two of the boats saw the signal, pulled the boats ashore, but the third boat, a boat called the No Name, missed the signal and went right straight down the river to the rapids. And before the men knew what hit them, they were careening just completely out of control in the rapids. The boat uh, turned over, pitched the three men into the rapids. They were able to climb, fortunately, onto the boat itself and ride down the river on these rapids, but then suddenly that boat hit a rock in the middle of the river and broke in two. And about a third of all of their equipment and supplies went down the river. The significance of this brush with death was not lost on Major Powell or his men. From now on, they would run very few of the rapids. Instead, they could It was a woman that uh, operated a river service uh, starting as early as the 1940s and into the early 80s of this century. And uh, her name was Georgie White. And Georgie White really brought the first modern commercial operation to the Grand Canyon. Georgie White was a remarkably picturesque character. Uh, there's been numerous articles written about what an interesting person she was. On most of her river trips, she uh, spent most of her time running around wearing a leopard skin bikini, uh, a metal hard hat for protection in the rapids, uh, with a can of beer in one hand and a, and a colorful river story uh, to tell for any occasion. She wore this uh, leopard skin bikini right up into her 70s, uh, and so she certainly preserved 
There was one rather hair-raising incident, though, that occurred uh, below the Bright Angel Creek area in Grand Canyon at a then unnamed rapid down near a place called Petite's Creek. Uh, at this point in time, uh, the three had managed to row their boats through without too much problem, but Seymour Dubendorf, as he approached the top of the rapid, miscalculated badly and was swept into a major hole in the, uh, the river and was overturned and had to swim literally for...